Lally ho, friends. And luckily, we're all in the same spot in our thing, so Izzy did not change his name. <laughs> so, welcome <laughs> to episode 21 of Koopo Quest. This is uh, our 21st episode. That was redundant. Didn't need to say that. So, last time, where we left off, we had a grand reunion of a couple different people, really. Uh, our party here reunited with Grunthor. Uh, they were actually able to get to Mesidia, find Grunthor, got a little bit of the backstory and what had happened to him. And then at the same time, Blake and Grunthor reunited, even though Grunthor doesn't remember it. Uh, Blake remembers seeing him in her hometown, uh, a traveler that gave her news of the outside world. And so that was a little bit of a reunion for them. But then on top of that, Izzy also reunited with some of his family, that being his brother and his mother. Neither one, the brother went okay, I guess, but the re, the reunion with the mother was um, rocky, to say to say the least. Some tense words, um, some cruel words spoken from from his mother, and uh, just a little bit of uh, some tension there as we kind of uh, reunited with everyone. As we kind of started splitting up, going our separate ways just a little bit. Uh, everybody had just a little bit of stuff they were looking into, and we will get to all that. But where we had left off was Grunthor had approached uh, Hikael and said, I want to talk to these people, the people that I have been traveling with that I don't remember, this woman and this child. I want to see them. I, I, want, I, need, to, I need to do this for me. So that's where we left off. And where we're going to pick up. So, Grunthor, you've had a week. I hope you've kind of thought about what you're going to say and do. If not, this is going to be even better. <laughs> Just going to walk in and say, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's what happens. Uh, Hikael does, you know, he, he leaves the room with you. Uh, and he starts leading you through the palace. Uh, again, it's, it's a big palace. It's um, windy. And it takes you a while to actually get to where you're going um eventually you start walking down some spiral stairs and it almost feels like you're going into a dungeon uh although it's not quite as depressing as a dungeon would be um it is definitely kind of a uh, subterranean place yeah sorry just so you know when blake got disconnected i'm now in blake's place yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> I need a I need a uh, thing that doesn't nice have to any meet names. You, Blake. Watch this. Watch this. I am so sorry. I'm having internet issues. <laughs> I'm having camera issues. No, no worries. I'm oh. deleting the names now. There's no places. <laughs> this is you're hey, watching. Izzy, change your name. This is the great thing about streaming. You all are watching it happen live. Uh, there we go. Uh. <laughs> I needed one with no names anyway, just in case this happened. So, Grunthor. Um, eventually, he leads you into a small room, um, a windowless room. As he kind of sits you down, you look around, and you don't actually see anyone in there. Uh, but he kind of walks over to one of the walls, and you see him start to draw with his hands some runes on the wall, like a circle, and then he kind of puts his hand on it. And where he drew the circle, it kind of starts to shimmer, and then you can see through, as though it's a portal. He kind of steps back away from it, and he looks at you. Um, you can't physically pass through this. I hope you understand. They are in quarantine, but this should allow you to see them and for them to see you. 
if there's something you'd can, like to, can, to say. Will we be able to hear each other? You will. But you, there's, there's not actually... You can't make physical contact. Um, it's almost like um, a see-through wall, if you will. So physically, nothing is going to be able to pass through, but your voices will travel. Okay, I go up to the portal. Okay. And I'm like, hello? When you say that, um, the child, who again is probably 13, 14, you're not really sure, so not like a small child. Um, but they're kind of just sitting at one of the tables reading, and uh, the older Galka, the female, is just kind of in uh, a reclined chair, kind of looks over, uh, and the child stops too and looks at you. Uh, give me a insight check. 8. 8. <clears throat> they just, they're kind of looking at you, and then the woman just eventually says, Hello? She kind of stands up and starts walking very slowly over towards the portal. For, forgive me, lady, but I have lost my memory, but I was told that we know each other. Give me an intelligence saving throw. Oh, I am burning my inspiration on that. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Ooh, one. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I'll take anything but a one. Three. Even a three. Whoa. I'll, at least it's not a one. <laughs> Almost as soon as you say that, your eyes kind of lock with hers. And while your eyes are locked, you don't really have that sensation, but you, you break away just for a second to check out the rest of her features, her nose, her ears, to see if, if anything rings a bell. And that splitting headache just shoots through your head. While that's happening, though, you hear a pain sound coming from the room as well. As she also is... You manage to glance up just a little bit. She, too, is holding her head. The child, meanwhile, kind of stands up. Mom, what, what, what's happening? Are you okay? And he rushes over, and she's kind of down on her knees now, both hands grasping the side of her head as the kid is just trying to figure out. He looks up at you. What did you do to her? I, I don't know. It... I think we both have some sort of block. When he looks at you... I didn't mean to hurt her. He starts screaming too. He also grabs his head. Once they As kind soon of... as that happens, I'm going to like... Like put my back to the wall uh, away from the hole and grab my head. Hikael is watching all this with great interest. As he's just kind of back and forth. Interesting... Seems you're not the only one affected by this. Hmm. Now, who would want to keep you from whoever these people are? So badly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't mean to sound gleeful. It's just I'm very interested in what's happening here. I'm going to take a step towards him. I, I, I need you to figure this out please 
Even if it means my life, I don't want them suffering. Give me a persuasion check. Get ready for full person screen again. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, did you give me a persuasion check? Okay. He kind of looks at you. I will do what I can. But there are more pressing matters, especially concerning these two. We we have to figure out a cure for this disease. That has to be our top priority. I'm sorry. But I'll see what I can do. What is it that you need? I, If I have to be your messenger, I will. Let me consult my books. I'll let you know what you can do. And I'll just try and speak loud into the hole without them seeing is like we're gonna work on this I'm so sorry who are you I'm known as Grunthor you hear a <clears throat> when you say the name and then with that Hikael reaches out and just closes the portal and he goes I think that's enough until we can figure out exactly what's causing this, I don't think further contest was, is a good idea. This was a mistake? No, 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 no. I think this is this is very interesting. Information we didn't have before. We know now that whatever's affecting you is affecting them as well. Now why that I can't tell you. But something's going Please, on here. Whatever you can do to alleviate their pain, remove it, even if I have to... I'll find what you need. He holds up his hand. He just kind of holds up a finger, and you see his eyes kind of... Um, the pupils kind of just go white as a shimmer kind of comes across his eyes. And he stands there for just a second. And he blinks, and he focuses back on you. It does seem that they are relaxed now, that the contact is broken, much like I assume you are as well. Kind of looks you up and down. Any lingering effects? Do I still have the pain in my head? No. It vanished. Uh, basically, once you broke contact, it receded. It's it's gone now. Fascinating. Are, are, are they okay? They're fine. Confused, I think. But I can speak with them later. This was this was good. We know more than we did before. Knowledge is always a step in the right direction. As long as they're not harmed. I can promise you they're fine. With that, we'll switch scenes really quick. Ava and Nozak. Anything in particular you would be doing at this point? Last I think we left you, Nozak almost got into a fight with one of the city guards, and no. Ava had to smooth it over a little bit. <laughs> so that, where do you want to be? Come on, Nozak, let's just beat the <clears throat> shit out of each other in Izzy's room. Yeah, it should be big enough. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what? I think I'm just gonna fix my mech for a bit. I'm pretty sure it still has a broken arm. Haven't really been able to use it much, but 
I might fix that up and maybe check out the library that Il Izzy's got. I'm sure I'm not going to get fucking kicked out of that one, am I? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, he'd probably be willing to share it with you. Yeah, I, you know what? No, I am still mad about that. Well, in that's a, great. In a place full of learning and education and all of these great people and great scholars and whatever the hell they want to call themselves, they're going to start acting like they're high and mighty for natural talent? Like, I don't need this to be able to do all the stuff I've been doing so far. If anything, you've I just worked... understand things more. You've worked for an emperor and an empress for how many years? And you're just now realizing that people in an exclusive society are assholes? Give me an intelligence I'm... check, Nozak. <laughs> That's a very fucking good question, actually. <laughs> Uh, which one? Intel intelligence. Which one was it, sorry? You should be okay at those at, at the moment. Just straight intelligence. Uh, there it is. Uh, 15. As you're kind of talking through it, and when you say, um, and you can do with this information whatever you want, however you'd react to it, but once you mention the natural talent, you keep talking, you do get a brief a brief memory flashes across your mind at some of the things that Izzy's own mother said to him. Okay. Regarding what he could and couldn't do, what he was and what he wasn't. It kind of uh, flashes through your head about the natural talent thing and the portions they place on it and may or may not put into perspective the reason they judge that so hard. Now, that's what you think, but you can react to that however you want. You think Izzy might be adopted? I mean, fuck, I don't know. Izzy looked a lot like his mom. Yeah, but like, if they were all talking about magic and... I would assume that it'd be like passed down through generations. Like, it, I don't know. He I, he doesn't really talk much about everything. So like, with the way he talked Smart about man. it, the like, love that he gets or doesn't get from his parents and his family and all that, that no natural talent. Do you think it might be adopted? Or maybe not theirs, and they're just like, dibs, I want that one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, that's kind of fun to think about. Hmm. You, you have natural talents. Maybe they might let you into the library. I wonder if they have any security measures in, you know, if I give you a list of books that I want to maybe borrow. I already told Izzy I wouldn't steal from his family. Ah, uh, well, technically. Yeah, sorry. I, I had... mm, God damn it. Yeah, you know, his parents kind of rule this city, so, like, technically, I have anything that's, you know, it's. Yeah. Damn. I know it's going to If get you would have gotten me, like, though. before we got here, I, I wouldn't have made Izzy that promise, but, you know, uh, he got to me first. Yeah. yeah, we don't want another epic breakdown right, like outside of Lindblom. Yeah, that was a little scary. That was pretty cool, though. All right, that was I'll, epic. I might talk to Blake, see if I can write a list of things I want to get, and maybe she'll help out. <laughs> you think Blake will steal? <laughs> well, not steal, uh, but if oh, she's going to okay. be in the library anyway, she might borrow the books, so we'll go from there. Oh, but I, I think I'm just going to... I think I'm just going to go into the library in Izzy's room and just 
I don't know, do some research, fix the mech. I really need to fix this thing, so... I might just do that. So, good luck fighting air, or the lack thereof. The lack there, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, technically, I have a lot of it. True. Maybe <clears throat> next time we can destroy is fire, because you don't see that very often. <clears throat> if we're going by the elements. I don't actually know what's going on, but... <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's just go home. So, are you going to go back and work on your mech for a little bit? Yep, I'm just going to work on and fix my mech. Go ahead and give me a d20, add your proficiency modifier. Uh, proficiency, okay. So I think it's plus three at your all's level? Three, yes. Yeah. Oh, I know what I'm doing, 21. 21, okay, um, easy enough. I got it. You actually, after yeah. if you're kind of looking at it, you realize that what's kind of wrong with the arm, it's just very, very minor. You just haven't had the time to look at it. So easy yeah, enough to fix. It does take you, a bit. it does take you a while, you know, working with the tools that you have, but yeah, no problem whatsoever. While he's doing that, cool. Ava, are you going to no, be Ava. doing anything else? Mm. This is Izzy's room. All right. Is Izzy in here when we're in here? Izzy, I believe you said... Where did you say you were? I don't think he went back to your room, right? He's going, he's going to the lower levels of the city. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, no, mm -hmm. Ava, he is not there. Oh, also, this is... You guys teleported in his room, so you've seen it before. But if you want a deeper look, uh... Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I want to do some light snooping. Give me an investigation check. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Oh, investigation. Yeah. I know yeah, what I'm, I'm doing after I fix my mech. Three. Wonderful. Oh, uh, boy. Izzy <laughs> has organized his his room in a way that doesn't necessarily make sense to you. Like, you can see that there's there's definite, like, thought and meticulous planning behind, like, how it is. But it just, it's something about it's clicking. Maybe he has spells on things that keep you from actually being able to locate anything in this room. Uh, Whoa. but yeah, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. You find a lot of books. Um, you find a lot of, uh, just loose parchment, inks, quills, things like that, but nothing really exciting. Mm. This man's a master. <laughs> I don't just fuck around with my quarter stuff in practice. Okay. And hopefully not break anything in his room. <clears throat> Blake. Last I recall, we left you in the library. Yes. So I... I believe you were looking for information on the plague, but you weren't super successful. Is there anything else while you're there that you'd like to be looking for? Yeah, I think um, Blake gets curious about uh, if anything has been written about like her home. So starts also like poking about things in the uh, Norvalian woods. Okay. Just to see. I probably said that wrong. Sorry. No, you're from there. You said however you want. Go ahead <laughs> and give me a. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and give me a investigation check. Fourteen. Wow. All right, that's uh, that's good. Uh, there's there's kind of a lot there to be honest because uh, there's a whole section of this library that's dedicated to either geography or uh, just world history. 
So you find a couple tomes that are that kind of go over the Norvalen region and just kind of list out the various different places. Um, the first one that it talks about is Calm. This is a primarily human settlement that's technically part of the Empire's territory now, but it is basically on the edge of the Great Forest of um, Ronfar, which is the name of the forest that surrounds basically the entire Norvalen region. Uh, there is some on Feymarch. That is where you're from. Um, there is some stuff on, they touch a little bit on the various religions of that particular region. Um, but for the most part, the tomes that you find are almost dismissive in tone, uh, about the religions there. Um, specifically the one that you're more familiar with, the old gods and things of that nature. Uh, it seems like most of these are more recent histories, uh, kind of written with a biased bent towards uh, Bahamut-themed religions or non-religious texts at, at all. Uh, and then it kind of goes on to just describe the other places there. There's Tomra, which is an underground uh, city of dwarves, and then the great kingdom of Santa Oria, which is a uh, kingdom founded by elves that has, uh, for a long time, withdrawn from society uh, around the same time that the Garlean Empire was uh, being formed, the Garlandian Empire, uh, Santa Oria kind of walled themselves off and became more of a self-sufficient nation, um, really only dealing with the dwarves of Tomra. That was a lot of information. If you'd like any of it uh, actually written out or, or elaborated on, just see me after the game. <laughs> And I'll get you whatever information you want. Um, but yeah, uh, there's not anything. It's, it's mainly just kind of an overview of the region um, and then other things like that. The one thing that you do find of interest is uh, the Ifa tree. This is a giant tree that's kind of off the coast of Santa Oria on a, on a massive island and is the known home of the Earth Crystal. So that is... Uh, the Earth Crystal resides there. It is responsible for the the great growth and uh, just the basically why that region is so fertile and uh, green. But yeah, it is it does reside in the Ifa tree, and the uh, elves of Santa Oria are the ones that are the gatekeepers of the the ones that protect the Earth Crystal. Okay. Wasn't expecting a lore dump, were you? <laughs> Don't ask me lore questions. I'll talk forever. <clears throat> so with that, um, that will take you quite a while to research between that and the specific research you were doing previously. So with that, Izzy, what are you currently up to? Izzy walk, is wanting to just casually walk to the... Uh, to the lower circle of the city where uh all of the where all the workers and non-magical residents live okay um walk you mean walking out to the edge of the teleportation and porting down <laughs> there are no yes. bridges between each of the levels but yeah once you get there it's a familiar path to you you've been here many many times before uh and in some ways you may even feel more comfortable down here than you do in the upper city itself so what are you doing? You've got your bag. What are you doing down here? Yeah. Uh, he puts up his hood, hood, and then uh, you got and 
the, then you see he pulls up what looks like a little mesh black thing as he clips it onto the top. So his face basically is hidden. And uh, as he walks through with his hands in his po pockets, uh, he lets out a song while he whistles. And as he does, he seems to catch the attention of some of the people. People uh, are going there. Going there, almost like it's familiar. And then you see he goes into an alley and waits a bit before you immediately see uh, in front of him a line forms. Forms. And he said, and uh, he says, and he just uh, nods before saying, ah, hello, patrons. It's been a while. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have many potions for you today, so I'll see what I can do. And he, open and he opens up his bag and inside you would see potions, but not like the grandiose potions you like get from a potion or alchemic shop. They're, th they're things like uh, rheumatism, rheumatism, uh, eczema cure, cure various creams creams uh you see one that just that just says uh for sickness sickness and you see uh one by one he starts handing people people uh various potions that they seem seem to need that they seem to need and when he empties out his ba bag uh you see he nods to the crowd before uh just leaving one of the last patrons you have is an an older man uh Hume probably in his late 50s and you can see that he's got burn marks all across like the side of his face down his neck and even even his hand seems to be suffering from like third degree burns um, as he comes up to you and you hand him what is essentially your last potion that that will help with some of the pain he just kind of grasps your hand and he looks you in the eye and he goes or where he thinks your eye might be since he can't really see your face you do good work here and we're so grateful for you. I wish we could repay you for this. You you make life bearable down here. I've always wanted to tell you that. Thank you. He lets go of your hand. He, yeah, he nods and uh, waits until he leaves before heading out with his empty bag and uh as he's flying back over he just pulls the mesh and like kind of drops it like it has a rolling mechanism at the bottom so it just pulls into his little uh thing thing and uh he's going to go find his brother now uh now that diseases are on his mind he realizes he needs to have a conversation with his brother okay give me a investigation check you know what i just might Oh shit! Wrong, wrong button. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that is nice. That's an a oh wait, I have a level of exhaustion, so that's a disadvantage. I forgot. All Hold right, on. Let's see what you get. Oh yeah, you're tired. Nice. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen will do it though. Fourteen was the DC I had in my head. So it takes a minute because he's not in any of the normal places that you would you would actually think to find him. You check, um, you know, his room. No, you check some of the re like more common reading areas eventually you bump into him uh kind of walking more towards your room uh and grunthor is behind him as you kind of uh meet up with him eventually almost by happenstance uh give me an insight check i just might uh hold on <laughs> nice 
Nice. That's a natural one. <laughs> Four. Oh. <laughs> Everything seems fine. A little weird you see him here, but it's just him and him and Grunthor. Uh, yeah, he walks. He's like, oh, good. I don't seem to be interrupting anything important. Um, uh, <laughs> ow. Continue. Uh, Hiki. Uh, I need do you I need more uh, direct advice about uh, this the whole snakes pox ordeal. I have your notes that was given to me by the emperor, but uh, clearly uh, you only kept light notes, which makes complete sense. You wouldn't want want all of the answers handed on to them on a pedis, pedestal pedestal because uh, it would make more sense for them to come to us for the answers. Um, but I need to know uh, Blake's village. My my small my short friend, the one who isn't who doesn't have fur, um, her village yes, seems to okay. seems to have been overran uh, by the snakes pox. So I need uh, whatever you did for the cure, cure for uh, the empire, so I can give her so I can give her that cure, cure. He looks for at you for a people. second and then he turns to Grunthor. Um, I, you don't need to be here for this if you if you don't like you can you can head on back if that's preferable I mean I take a look at both of them and realize wow they really do look alike <laughs> and, oh yeah and very I'm, similar I'm gonna say uh, at least to Hekael um, I'm going to go prepare for whatever it is you need me to do and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try and look for where the shops are for maybe materia. Okay. Okay. If I, if I remember correctly, the only main difference is that uh, Hikael has dreadlocks that are tied back rather than just wearing his hair down, right? That's basically. And just <laughs> based on how you've played the character, I, I do think Hikael carries himself a little differently. The posture is a little, a yeah. little different. But other than that, look wise, <laughs> yeah, it's just the hair. Like height, everything else is, which was hilarious Gael, for me. Gael has uh, transition lenses, except instead of pure glasses. <laughs> uh, which was hilarious as they were discussing whether or not you were adopted. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then someone said, he looks a lot like the mom. And I'm like, he has an identical twin brother. <laughs> Nozak's not very smart, even with an IT intelligence. <laughs> so, Nozak thought twins was a myth for the longest time. <laughs> You as as Grunther walks away, um, Hikael turns back to you. Uh, let's discuss this somewhere. He kind of looks around. You're in the middle of a hallway, a little more private. Follow me, please. As he just kind of walks past you and starts leading you into um, his study, as he I, kind of shows I, you in. Unless you refuse to follow. Oh no! Uh, he goes in and he waits for the door to close before saying, "I'm." Wait, but I'm sorry. Why is security needed for this? I just think it's a sensitive conversation that we should have. Um, just, it's not something that people walking by need to hear. Ask your okay. question. Hey, what is the cure to snakepox? There is no cure. That's what we're seeking. Um, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Wasn't it? cured in the empire that's why we went to that entire quarantine city where there were no people who had it anymore it wasn't cured it was taken care of 
Okay. Is that... Wait. Uh, he stops for a second, and you see he's processing the information. He's like, is that what... Is that a diff difference the king didn't know, or a difference the king did know when he told me that? That was something that we decided the king didn't need to remember. The fact that his citizens were sick. How the spreading of the disease stopped. There is no cure. We're seeking a cure. Believe me, I want a cure more than anybody. But we don't have one. We had no choice. It was running rampant through both of those towns. So where are the citizens who aren't sick anymore? He puts air quotes around that part. He just kind of looks at you. And just kind of waits. Izzy, don't make me say it. Uh, he stops for a second. And he looks at him. And he... You see, for a split moment, this is the first time that Izzy genuinely looks hurt by something his family has said. And he, sa and he says, Why? Do you understand... Of course you do. Of course you understand. That would have been a stupid question. So what I, is I what is what the I, plan? I did what I had to. I did what I had to. Do you know how many more people would have died if I had done nothing? We have two <sighs> subjects. We have two subjects that we're studying. We think that we can derive a cure from them, but we're not there yet. If we sat back and did nothing, it would have ran rampant through that city. How many more would have died if we had done nothing? Kikael, you... You need to understand that doing bad things for the greater good doesn't make them any less bad. I'm not saying it I'm does. I'm not sure. But it had to be done. I... I want to be mad at you, but I can't because I know that this is just the way you were raised. Well, what would you have done, Izzy? So, this was your mission. I only took it over because you went missing. What would you have I done? I didn't go missing. My ship exploded. And no one came to get me, Hikael. What do you want me... What do you think I was going to I do? I thought you were dead. Do, try to find me. I thought you were dead. Just you. That's, Just you thought it was dead. That's what I was told. That's what they both told me. He... Yeah, he sighs and just grabs his uh, the bridge of his nose. And was, you see he looks up, he's like, oh god. I was told you were dead, and I was told to just tell people you ran away. I'm not one to get mad at people when it's not their fault. Faults. So you don't have to explain yourself to me any further. However, this is an actual problem, and I need you to tell me that you're doing everything in your power to solve it. I am doing everything in my power to solve it. Do you think I'm proud of what I did, what I had to do? But the question remains, Izzy, what would you have done? What don't, would you have don't done? do that. I'm curious. Don't do that. 
You do not get to impart your guilt on me. I'm not trying to impart my guilt, but you seem to have all the answers. The moral compass. What would you have done? You don't know. I definitely... Because you can't I do what I have to do. You know what? Uh, he's... Well, I guess he was already standing. You're right. I don't know what I would have done. Honestly, this was a waste of time. I, I don't even know why I thought talking to you would make sense. I'm sorry. I'm... Stop. I'm sorry. I missed you, if that helps. I hate that this is I, how this is going. I... We were close once, you know. Yes, I'm aware. Sometimes I just wish it could be like that again. But things are different. I've had to do things that... I've had to do things I don't think you can understand. I'm going to be here for the next couple of days. And in that time, I need you to hold on to that feeling. Because that feeling right there, that's how I felt ever since I was a child. I understand that you've always had responsibilities, abilities, and I understand that that's hard. I make fun of the fact that nobles think they have pro problems, but I understand fluently the decisions that need to be made. But I need you to try to understand understand what it's been like standing on the sidelines and being treated as if I'm less than for not being able to handle those responsibilities, Hikael. Do you know that when Father chose me to come to chose me to come to the surface because of my medical knowledge knowledge that was the only time I've ever felt as if there was a chance he could be proud of me? I didn't know that. I and when you seemed upset about it, I wasn't happy because you were upset. I was happy because I thought for once you would see what I've been through. Maybe while I'm here, you'll cut. Maybe while I'm here, you'll understand. Give me a persuasion check. But oh yeah, sure. At disadvantage, you know what? I'm gonna uh. You can roll, roll this one. You can roll this one straight. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy damn. <laughs> nice. I'm going to use inspiration. <laughs> Go for it. Good I'll use. Let, good I'll use. You. <laughs> oh, thank yes. you. Natural 20. <laughs> Let's go. Your words. Good shit. As you're talking, his demeanor changes ever so slightly. Um, a slight slump of the shoulders um very slight very almost imperceptible but you know him well is there anything else you want to say at the end of this uh you see he just uh shakes his head for saying for saying i'm going to go to my room because i'm pretty sure that's where nozak and ava are and the two of them i don't want them to break my stuff uh, but while I'm here, feel free 
in between your busy schedule to come talk to me. Uh, despite what it might have seen, all the mean words you threw at me to impress mom and dad, or the times where you smiled at me being yell yelled at, yelled at, I always knew there was a chance you didn't mean it. So I've always had forgiveness in my heart for you specifically. I need I need to go. Go. You can come speak to me whenever you want. No. You need I know you need time to get your thoughts together. It would be it would be unwise. It would be unwise for you to speak with so much on your mind right now. It's kind of I love you. Head. Kind of nods. And he after he says I love you, he just uh leaves. Give me a perception check. Yeah, sure. Wow. <laughs> this one's disadvantaged because you are exhausted. Yeah, it's fine. Listen, you get what you get. Is that an 18 with disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> right as the door is shutting, almost imperceptible, you can hear him say almost under his breath, I love you too, Izzy. Right before... The door shuts behind you. And a gaper. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, cue, yeah. cue porn music. <laughs> They're hey, brothers. <laughs> Whoa! My Don't God. be weird. <laughs> mine was a mine was a funny meme. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, hey, it was just that... a music. <laughs> uh, and this is where <laughs> he, we find he... out he is adopted, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope, 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 don't like that. Izzy's gonna go to his room to see what type of nonsense his friends are up to. The end of arc two is our Game of Thrones era. Mm. <laughs> oh, um, so, uh, real quick, uh, we don't have to RP all this. Really quick, Grunthor, give me a investigation check. This is gonna be a disadvantage, because you don't really know how the layout of the city is. <clears throat> you look around uh, uh you even try taking a one of the little teleport lifts or two but the the way the city's laid out each each section is kind of dedicated to its own thing you haven't actually found any kind of market section yet since you've been through so you think that there's probably one here but you might need someone that's more familiar with the city like izzy or hikael to, to help you find something like that so but you're pretty confident that you could probably find that here just with the correct uh, guidance. Now, I will say, um, fast-forwarding a little bit to later in the afternoon, uh, Izzy, when you come back to the apartment, surprisingly, everything is exactly where you left it. Uh, Nozak seems to have just kind of finished tinkering on his mech, uh, and you can see that the broken arm is now functioning again. Um, Blake at this point kind of comes back with just a stack of papers and notes that she's done. Um, Ava is just, seems a little disappointed, <laughs> but, but otherwise, okay. Um, and then finally Grunthor returns to the room as well. All back together. Um, everybody except for Izzy, cause you already had your shot. Give me an insight check. <laughs> Nineteen. Hey. Whoa. Oh, sorry, Grunther. I, I didn't need one from you, but <laughs> I appreciate oh. the roll. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Nineteen, twenty-eight, twenty-three. Um, 
I will say anyone that's above 20. So that would be Ava and Blake. Um, no, Zach, you're still a little distracted. You're fin- putting the finish- finishing touches on. Uh, the other two of you, though, there is a change in Grunthor's demeanor. Um, he seems to be just preoccupied or something. Um, it's 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 interesting. You've never quite seen him like this before. Do with that what you will. Glad to see that everything in my room is still intact. Uh, thank you, Ava and Nozak. Absolutely. Um, uh, he, that's what he says. I'm also very happy you didn't go snooping through my room because that would be incredibly disrespectful and invasive. Oh, yeah, no. Why would I do that to my friends? <clears throat> uh, that's what he says. Uh, he says, oh, uh, actually, Ava, you might find this humorous. Humorous. Uh, you see he goes to his drawer and he just opens it. <laughs> and you see he pulls out a stack of uh, what looks like parchment. Parchment and he hands them to you. He goes, uh, these are all the uh, marriage proposals I've received from other nobles in the city. <laughs> Holy shit. How yeah, many they're are all... There? Oh yeah, there are like 27. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, uh, Holy he's shit. Like, uh, he says, you might get a laugh at them. Uh, formal requests for uh, marriage for marriage for political power are very are very funny. I'm just gonna start reading them. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <clears throat> Give me an investigation Holy check. Shit. Fuck. I need to get good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Damn it. Eight. Um Izzy, what's your favorite oh, one? You want my headband? <laughs> uh his favorite one will probably be one that's written by uh, written by um a noble who couldn't be any younger than like sixty-five. I mean, this seems like a good deal. She wouldn't, you know, not going to be alive very long. You get all the benefits. You get the cash out when she's dead. Uh, oh, I don't want to get married for political purposes. Uh, if I find someone, I'd rather that a uh, person be uh, someone who I like. That's fair. Uh. To be fair, uh, we don't really have many rules for marriages he- here. Uh, we find the concept of arranged marriage a bit barbaric at times. Uh, that's why you also probably won't find a lot of books on uh, on uh, on personalized religions and such. Hmm. Blake, Nozak, Grunthor, what are you all doing? Um... Once I've finished tinkering with my Mac and I press a couple of buttons and it goes back down and there's just Whittle Bunny with a bit there. Um, Blake, you went to the library, right? Uh, I think your mic might be a bit stuffy then. (laughs) 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 There's a frog in your throat. Still can't hear you. You're not having much luck tonight with the tech issues. <laughs> we are having some tech uh, issues tonight, aren't we? Speak, speak slower, because we're trying to read the <laughs> I'm sitting in the corner, by the way, just staring off into the distance, sharpening my uh, sword. Okay. Yeah. 
I was gonna say half of that was actually <sighs> me because like my mic has like a manual like you unmute so i usually just like mute if i'm not talking so you... yeah but then uh my mic cut out and it's been doing that <laughs> randomly with discord i don't know why so it's just like so many issues oh it's all good all this is what's great issues, about streaming it like, chose to happen tonight so you know i'm not stressed i'm fine <laughs> i have there's, a i have a filter here that i might be drinking no stress no stress nice. we're just playing D D. it's there's no oh, yeah. stress here until something bad happens but that's game stress that's different <laughs> uh yeah you went you went to the library blake right uh yeah i did i've been um studying all day and i just i barely could tell you my name right now uh Heads all full of letters. Well, obviously we know they're not going to let me in there, and I haven't had the chance to check out Izzy's library yet. Uh, by the way, Izzy, I won't be doing the mech in the library. There is not enough room, I promise. I don't want to break anything. Um, I could have, I could have told you that. I feel like that warning was unnecessary. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, if I just like write down a couple of things on a piece of paper, do you think you might be able to find some books to bring back for me? If they'll let me... Like, she just has, like, notes in her hand. They let you take... If they let me take the books, yeah. I I don't know if they'll let... I didn't ask. I just... Yeah. I just wrote notes. I mean, if they don't, then they don't. Then, you know, I'll get them my own way. But... I also have a fully furnished library downstairs, Nozak. Uh, it's nowhere near compared to the college, but uh, it might help a bit. Oh, oh. Probably read something down there, and if I can't find what I'm looking for, then I'll write a list, but. Also, yeah. Blake, uh, unfortunately, it may be a bit harder to find a cure than I thought. So that's something we're going to need to work on together. Yeah, that's kind of what I was starting to piece together from all of this and she just kind of gestures to the massive notes that has been collected throughout the day well if it makes you feel better uh, i have quite an extensive knowledge on medicine so i think uh the two of us putting our brains together uh we can find something yeah is there like this is a college right is there like a healer's healers oh, call it any this, this this place isn't a college this is my home uh but the actual magical school i'm sure that there is he thinks for a bit uh dm is there a healer is there like a healer's guild or a place that specializes in medicine here there would be yeah <clears throat> now on the college specifically there would be you know portions of the college that help study that but there is also essentially like a medical cloud, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and that's where you would go for any kind of uh, ailments or something. So, yeah, there, there's all sorts is there, of... So, I think I know the answer to this, but is there is there magical healing here? That's all it there just... is. <laughs> okay, cool. That's, that's pretty right, much so... how, they, how they operate their healing. And I, I'm just going to take a swing here. I'm assuming there's no, like, clergy. Uh, this, Masidia itself, basically is more of a 
academia focused not as mm. much on the uh yeah the clergy the religion there's not like an official religion of Masidia. Um, the closest okay. thing you have in this city would be those who revere the arcane uh, a little bit uh, as more of a divine force in the world as opposed to um, just a natural substance. But right. it's more of a vibe. fringe group. That's a that's a small group, not officially okay. sanctioned. Um, there is a healing cloud. Uh, I can take you there. Yeah, I might want to check that out at some point. And uh, I, mean, I, I have gaps I, in my knowledge. I don't wish to put a damper on things, but uh, if there isn't any information in, there's no information that that any medic can give you that me or my brother don't already have. And considering that he hasn't found a cure yet. I think the best you can do is possibly talk to him. Uh, but uh, I told him he can speak it, to me while we all wait here. Unfortunately, I don't think you're going to find a cure by just going over books, unfortunately. It, it wasn't so much even trying to find a cure. It was just trying to learn more for my own sake. Um, mm. I, I mean, I know... I had to learn some healing, but I know there's... I have gaps in my knowledge. And if I ever go so, home, having more knowledge, like, being able to help more. So, are you saying you're looking for books on medicine? <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. Books for me? <laughs> no, so well, being... I... Well, uh, I just so... You know, uh, it's not a big deal or anything, but I just so happen to have a very large collection of books on medicine in my library, a part of my personal collection. Uh, I also uh, have a list of my top 15 favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. He's already running down the stairs to the library. <laughs> wait, is he? Wait, 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 wait. Quick question. Oh, I'll be there in a minute anyway. I'll just start finding him in the library. Ava, while they're having this conversation, uh, you had a 28, yeah. <clears throat> you noticed that Grunthor has been distant from the rest of the group. Uh, he hasn't participated ever since he got back. He's been basically focused just on sharpening his blade. Uh, Duchess has kind of come around and he hasn't even really like like she sat down next to him and he hasn't even really reached over to like pet her he seems really lost in thought if you don't do anything then after a while Izzy returns with this handful of books, just grasp up and just kind of comes in and just throws them all on the table and they scatter like everywhere. Um, and there are, how many, how many books you think you could carry? <laughs> I'm assuming you, I was thinking you brought like 25 books and like, just like a little bag. We can actually figure can. this out mathematically. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right, do math. We don't need to do that. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> 
this is the this is where we're going now. Oh, man. But we're doing numbers. Why? I should have known better than to ask the wizard <clears throat> that question. <laughs> All right, let's see. The average book is 12 ounces. Uh, because of his strength, uh, I believe he can lift up to 80 pounds at a time. Don't ask we, about can we ounces. Get a no. Okay. Don't, don't forget to include the stuff that you're carrying. Already. Ooh, true, true. Uh, oh, he would have taken he would have taken his bag and his other book off. He dropped I everything. <laughs> Maximize the book carrying. What you will notice while he's crunching those numbers, Blake. Uh, All right, cool. So, fifteen books on average would only be eleven to maybe uh, thirteen pounds. So he could probably carry half and half at once. Okay. <laughs> um. There seems to be a lot of books on medicine here. Things that you might be able to uh, gleam a little bit more information from. You will notice that some of the tomes here, because uh, you spent a lot of time looking through those tomes, they're different than the ones that you had. You'll even notice that one or two of them do have a um, what looks to be uh, a stamp from the official library. <laughs> As though Izzy checked them out and never took them back. So, uh, based on the checkout date, looks like he's had them for quite some time. <laughs> so, a lot of reading to do if you want to do that. But if not, is there anything else anyone wants to do today? Uh, Blake, if you're going to read, that's going to be more of like a longer, like kind of overnight thing because there's so many books that he brought. Uh, but at this point, the day's getting kind of late. Is there is there anything you all want to do? Any more conversations you want to have before... Uh, turning in. Is he? Yes. Do you... I mean, obviously this Mycidia is very magic-based and oriented. Do you remember back right. in Lindblom, uh, there was some... the Materia. Do you remember that? Yes, Materia. Um, At the mention of that, I'm gonna be like... Do you guys have any, like, Materia shops here, or or, like, concentrated magic that I might be able to look at? Uh, well, concentrated magic, there are plenty of magical items that uh, hold magic within them. But if oh. you're talking about materia specifically, DM, feel free to fill in Izzy's lines. <laughs> uh, you are familiar with the term. Uh, from what you're aware of, it's a relatively new discovery. Uh, but you do think that there is a place uh, basically in the merchant ward uh, that you could find some. Uh, you know, just kind of thinking it through, um, you're not a hundred percent sure because you never shot for it before but especially if they had a shop in Lindblom there's almost nothing that would have been sold outside of Mycidia that was magic that Mycidia didn't have first uh well uh, I can take you all to the merchant to the merchant's ward uh tomorrow unfortunately uh, I won't be able to buy anything uh I don't have that many funds but no I can I will gladly uh take you all I know the city like the, like the back of my hand. Uh, probably one or two. Okay, that's not a lot. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Just, just some ideas that, I mean, with the way that I'm kind of being spoken to and treated here, I don't think I'll be outside much. But I think that has kind of warranted me a, a lot of time to work on a few ideas that I've been tinkering with in my head that I think might be interesting. Uh, completely unrelated. Do you... No, wait, no, you don't have any martial things, so you won't have any targets. Ignore that last part. Uh, yeah, material. We'll, we'll, let's do that tomorrow. 
Ava, this will be cool. You'll enjoy this later. I mean, I'm sure they have targets. They have to have something to throw their fire from their wands at. Ah, good point. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, if, if we could maybe look at some material tomorrow. I've got some ideas that I want to test out. Right. I'm pretty sure they were getting guest rooms, right, DM? Uh, you haven't really had a chance. So Grunthor has a guest room, but the rest of you just kind of showed up. So no. <laughs> well, to be fair, Izzy made it clear he doesn't sleep in his bed. Uh, Ava only needs to uh only needs to trans, and the other two are I'm pretty sure are only three to five feet tall. So I'm very sure they can share his bed. And Grunther's like, uh, well, my room's bigger, so I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Grunther, where have you been staying, actually? You've been here longer than we have. I have a room. Oh. I think it's big enough if we can... I mean, you have a bedroll, I assume. Yeah. Uh, if you do not mind bedding with Duchess, I'm, you're more than welcome to share with me. Sure, I say absently right. as I'm going... <laughs> Blake As is just for... in it sitting next to Duchess and leaning up against her and reading like uh, Duchess but yes. after as you do that um, and then once you know Grunthor is kind of preoccupied you she kind of leans over into you and just kind of lays her head on your knee as you're just reading the three of you kind of sitting together um, and it's it's nice. It's comforting with Duchess there. And then the methodical just from Grunthor, just keeping a steady pace. It's just uh, it's a nice background noise for your reading. That'd be lulling Nozak to sleep so hard. I have to say, Blake is probably falling like, oh, yeah. like, like information, like between, like, because this is the same day that she cast, um, like, calm emotions yeah. on herself, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just. With every, between everything and just, like, the sheer amount of information that she's been reading all day, she's just, like, falling. Like, it's warm and cozy, and there's, a me and there's like, the noise going on, so it's just, like, the book is kind of, like, falling off of her lap, and she's just, like, kind of nodding off. Yeah, I got sleepy as... just describing that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> After a minute, Blake, uh does fall asleep and uh let's see no zach you'd probably be the only one to notice it with your passive perception but uh she's kind of just got the book propped open and you can see that she's kind of just slumped up against duchess and duchess has also kind of fallen asleep in her lap um Grunthor still doesn't seem that. to be really paying attention um Grunthor, can i speak to you in the library uh, i stop uh, just before nicking myself and um, wipe the blade instant, certainly, and I sheath the sword and put away my whetstone. Yeah, uh, Izzy will lead him down this the spiral staircase to the library. Once again, this uh, big room full of books. <laughs> is my room far from uh, it, Izzy's? It's, it's down another corridor. Uh, it only takes you a couple minutes to walk there, so it's not very okay. far at all. Uh, but it's not like right next door or across the hall or anything. Okay. If uh, and I'll just turn before leaving uh, to Ava. Uh, if you do want to stay in my room, um, I know Hekayo 
um, kind of assigned it to me. If you want, then maybe someone can show you to that room. Does Duchess know how to get there? Probably not. Oh, shit. Yeah, because Duchess <laughs> showed up with you all. Guess. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just guess. <laughs> it's fine. Ava's just going to go mean, start uh, picking every door <laughs> until he finds an empty one. <laughs> Hello. Ava's the roguiest non-rogue the, I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll give him the general directions and maybe if he happens to run into Hikayo or or one of the other employees there, they might know. Okay. As you leave, yeah, you uh, follow Lizzie down to the library and continue. Yeah, when they get down, he closes the door and immediately he goes to him. He says, I want to give my deepest apologies. I am so sorry that my brother just took you without your consent. That is incredibly inappropriate and you should not have had to go through that, especially in a moment where you didn't know whether we were safe or not afterwards. I can't even imagine how stressful that was. What's done is done. And it doesn't seem that anyone suffered from it. I don't maybe uh, he, he says like I'm it's not okay though. I you see he is trying his best <laughs> to not be angry or bitter as he just says My brother was just doing what he thought was right, but that doesn't make it okay. But I want you to know that it prop he was just he didn't end up like I did. He doesn't really he cares more about what he can do to appease my parents and further Mesidia than he does about the well-being of others sometimes. As I and, said, it's it's okay. Do not worry yourself further, is he? Yeah. Uh brother, you know there's office. clearly Yeah, there's clearly more he <laughs> He wants to say, but he's not saying. <laughs> I just I wasn't there I wasn't there when you two were talk when you were talking to your mother, right? Or was I? The uh, mother? You, you were there with the mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all, all of us were. I just I wanted to talk to you because it's different for Ava and Nozak. Unlike them, I'm not going to have nearly all of eternity to forgive people and I want to be better and forgive them now because my life is short and I know that it'll just fester inside and I know you're the only person who can relate to that so I just wanted to know how do you forgive people who you want to be mad at for myself I look at the bigger horizon to forgive your enemies is more difficult than to forgive your friends. But in this situation, you're trying to forgive family. I don't know my family. I can't remember them. So my situation is also different. I think you need to put your focus in your daily tasks or a goal. I have one now. Other than to protect you all, 
I need to get to the bottom of this forgetfulness of mine. Because it's affecting others as well. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to talk about it? It has something to do with the plague. Ah. And I think you were doing some research on Bastok. When I mention that, do I start getting a tingle? No. Not really. Okay. Not from that. And what you found, tried to find, and the haze, there, for lack of a better word. I, like you heard me mention to my mom, I think it has something to do with the Grand Council of Missidia, which she has a seat on. Whether my father will do what he can to at least make sure your block is out of your head, I'm not sure. But if they don't, I can... Uh, he nods a bit. He says, I never believed I had a purpose before. And that's why I grasp so quickly onto things I can research or things I can look up. Uh... Because no one's ever expected much from me before. But I made a promise to you that I would help you figure this out. So that's what I'm going to do. So if the council can't help us, I'm going to make, make sure I do everything in my power to help you. Even if I have to study for a hundred years to find a way to break the haze that's on you until I'm strong enough, I'll do what I can. Now, hopefully it won't come to that, uh, but knowing how the council works. I'm not expecting much when we speak to my father. And I cannot ask for for more than this. Thank you. But I think this block, as well as the snake pox, have a hand with each other. We need to get to the bottom of it. There. I'm going to tell you something, but I need you to promise not to tell the others, because... If I tell Nozak, he's going to get upset because he's from the Empire. And if I tell Blake, I don't want her to lose hope in her quest to try to find a cure. Can can you at least promise me that you'll keep this between us for as long as you can? <laughs> I see Ava over there like, what about me? <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. If it is necessary for them to know, I cannot make that promise. But if it's something un, um, that can harm them, I will try not to um, cause them any pain. I was really worried you would say that. Uh, one, one second. I need to speak to Ava as well. <laughs> ah, Y'all thought I forgot about him, didn't you? <laughs> no. Uh, he uh, he goes upstairs and he just whispers, it's like, Ava. What? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Bye, Ava. Yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one explanation. Explanation later. Blah blah blah. They basically let them let the people die and wipe people's memories. Uh, you you guys heard the talk. And that's when he just says, "I." I understand my brother's heart was in the right place, and I'm sure that my parents 
either pushed him to it or he only did it so that they wouldn't be disappointed. But this is, I don't know what to do with this information. I, I think right now this should be something we don't worry about yet. And before I tell Nozak, I want to wait until we're actually out of Missidia because I know he will have some very strong feelings about it. And I would prefer to keep peace with my parents uh, while we're here, at least. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. He already attacked the garden. Oh, my gods. <laughs> okay. I just... If there's no cure for the snake pox, what are we going to do? Hell, I know one way to cure something. Magic? No potion. Your your uh your brother, uh, <clears throat> kind of did it. Well, I don't know if he'll be willing to let up. Well, firstly, the king's dead, so I don't really think there's much worry about that right now. But <sighs> I'm scared of what'll happen if. If we beat Noctis and then we have then Mesidia has to admit what what they did to the to the victims of the of the Empire. Because that they're already going to be in a hard spot. The last thing they need is losing one of their one of their major allies. Who, Mesidia or the Empire? The the, the Empire. Mesidia will be fine. <laughs> oh, why do you give a fuck about the Empire? Uh because because I can't because I care about. Hold on. What what was uh, Sarah's husband's name? Therian. 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 Thank you. Uh, he says because I care about Therian and Nozak, and they care about the Empire. Oh shit! That's right. I forgot Nozak's with the Empire. <laughs> this might this might come as a surprise to you two. I do actually consider you all you all friends. Ew. <laughs> oh yeah, I consider you guys my friends, but not the Empire. You know, I'm, people cannot like Cornelia and still like me. That's fair. I just, I think right now the best thing to do is to worry about that later. Worry about this later, but I feel bad that it's my family that's caused it, and I'm not sure where to move forward after we save the Empire. Perhaps over time, the guilt will be enough to make them realize their errors. Uh, my parents, probably not, but Hikayel didn't really seem too thrilled about having to do it. Another okay. coup? No, I was kidding. <laughs> Third you're right, time's you're the right. charm. Uh, this is, uh, You've you not been to a kingdom right. you didn't depose the, the leader <laughs> to yet, so... Uh, oh, you're fuck. right, Grunthor. Uh... Sometimes it is best just to worry about what you can and do the jobs you can do. This may be something that, that has to wait until after our main mission. Besides, if the Empire ends up destroying itself from the inside out because of Noctis's faulty rule, ruling, I guess we didn't lose anything either way. That's true. Okay. So, we'll tell Nozak and Blake after... We, after we leave here. But I guess I need to prepare a speech for my father. So you two get rest. I'm probably going to be writing for the rest of the night. Are, are we coming to that? Or is that just like a you and 
your family. I would, pref- I would prefer you all to come come with me. Yes. Oh, okay. You all are on this mission as well. Uh, you're going to act as uh, representatives for it too. Oh yeah, that's right. You're talking to them about the crystals and shit. Also, uh, if I need help, I did make a promise to my mom. My mom, if she uh, get if she pulls through with this and gives us uh, more answers to the mother crystal. Mother Crystal. Well, I told her I was going to tell her about the the winds, and I might need uh, you there to dictate how much we do or don't tell. You'd like like me to dictate how much we do or don't tell? Yes, you're going to be telling her about it. Uh, Garuda is kind of like your thing now, and I didn't want to step on your toes, you know. <laughs> All right, yeah. Garuda's like that, your you. thing, yeah. you know. That's yeah, no. <laughs> your thing over there. So <clears throat> I'm going to let you break the news. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to thank you all for sticking uh, with me. Well, you too. I can thank the other two tomorrow. And if all that right. is all, we should all rest. And I reach over and put my uh, hand on Izzy's shoulder and say, sleep well. You will need your rest. We'll try. Thank you. Do one of those little sleeper pinches and Izzy just collapses onto the floor. Crash <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. a point. Gakko <laughs> <Yeah>. death grip. <laughs> I don't, don't want stunning strike yet, but hey, you know. Uh, All right, and Ava, if you wish to uh, bed in my room, we can head that way and pick up Duchess on the way. All right, cool. All right, with that, you all retire blake you're already asleep (laughs) you get a nice long rest uh you can all take a long rest izzy though let me know what are you doing are you going to try to sleep are you going to try to push through an access okay you are going to try to sleep yeah i think he i think he spends like three hours like just making you know how like when someone writes a paper and there are like phases to it he spends like an hour bully bullying a bully bullet pointing the points he wants to give to his dad when he speaks to him okay. and then he just like folds it up and like uh he actually has a very comfortable looking like chair and you see he just lays over it like you know when there's like a sitting chair and people like lay over the sides with their arms mm-hmm. with their legs over the arms kind of like that okay yeah you had mentioned staying up all night and i'm like oh are we looking at are we looking at going into the next day with two points of exhaustion i was uh no i feel i feel as if with the exhaustion so izzy only has a only has a plus two to con so Mm. i feel like he realistically with exhaustion could not stay up all night there (laughs) Um, i also i think go ahead sorry i i think when uh Grunthor and Ava come and get Duchess. Like Blake kind of wakes up enough to be like, "Are you gonna put me in the saddlebag again?" <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like half awake. What do you say to and that, just Grunthor? <laughs> I look at Duchess. I'm like going, "Duchess, do you want to stay and protect Blake?" That just kind of looks at you, makes eye contact with you, and then kind of looks back at Blake and then just gives you a very subtle, just kind of uh, like a a little nod. Okay. I go over to um, Blake, kind of pull her little 
or if there is if she doesn't have a blanket then maybe move a cloak yeah like, she uh, she wears a cloak so. okay <laughs> i wrap the cloak a little bit more and lean over and you know bump heads with duchess and say you know like good girl and then I'll, I'll see you in the morning nuzzles back into your forehead and you also get the feeling she's also kind of like half asleep, groggy, like she's not fully awake either. She's just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm more it's, not, it's not protecting Blake. It's just, I'm not, I don't want to move. I'm, like, I'm comfortable. Oh, that's yeah. the perfect excuse. Thanks. <laughs> I, I take off my cloak and I wrap it around and I wrap it around Duchess and okay. head out. Perfect. With, with that, you all do get a long rest. Uh, Blake, you're the first one to come to because you have uh, gotten the most sleep out of everybody. You hear just a faint kind of knock at the door. Blake is kind of immediately like, I don't know. Like, she's been sleeping in, like, a bunch of places that aren't familiar, but now, like, it's really unfamiliar. Like, like not with the same people, like, not really in the same spot that she was, like, kind of aware of. So it's just kind of the immediate, like, oh, shit, like, I don't know what's happening. And so she just kind of, like, freezes and, like, leans more into Duchess. Because that's, like, the only familiar <laughs> thing right now is just the bird. And the bird and seems to still of... be sleeping through this. Yeah. And so she's just kind of, like, doing the, like, do I get up? And do I get up and get it? Or is it, like, a, is, is it like a murderer that's going to, like, murder me <laughs> if I answer the door? <laughs> Like the, it's just the sort of like, and like she's just kind of like looking around the room for like anybody. Everybody that might else still is still be in there with her. Still asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I think Duchess and I are the only ones in the room, but we're fucking dead to the world, mate. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she's just kind of like, I don't know what's like. Um, does the person knock the again, knock or is again. it just like? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> At the second one, she kind of like gets up really uneasily and just sort of like quietly walks over like give me a stealth check and just for the hell of it it's gonna be like a zero she's just like i believe in you oh yay 15 i just wanted to see if you like groggily like when you first wake up just start bumping into shit but you're fine (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah, so she, like, gets to the door and kind of, like, has her hand on it but doesn't quite open it yet and is, like, trying to listen to see, like, if she knows who's there. Give me a perception check. Or, like... I guess Let's not see. knows, but, like, it's the information. 25. Mm, 25. Let's go. There is just silence from the other side of the door. Like what is the detail on that? Jesus. Nothing. Silence. She like kinda opens the door just like a crick and just kind of like gets like the one eyeball out, like 
What you see standing on the other side of the door is about as tall as you, actually. So you're looking it straight in the eye. It's uh, (laughs) it looks to be like a small automaton, just something like a small kind of puppet little thing that's just kind of standing there. Has it's it has like facial features, like it has an eyes and a mouth, but they almost seem to be painted on and completely uh, useless. As it though, however, it kind of walks almost like a marionette. Uh, and as the door opens, it kind of juggles around and just kind of cocks its head and looks at you. It says nothing. It just holds its hand up, and it has a scroll in it, and it just reaches it to you. Oh, oh God. I know. So cool. Do you need, do you need something? Doesn't Sir? respond. She, like, opens up enough to, like, get her one hand out and kind of, like, grab it. It lets it go. A little. Oh, no, she doesn't like that. Then it just kind of turns and starts walking down the hallway away from you. She kind of, like, pulls the door open and just kind of, like, sticks her head out, like, like, what the hell? just continues down the hallway doesn't turn around and then it just takes around the corner and disappears it's kind of creepy (laughs) yeah Uh, so she like closes the door and opens the scroll but realizes like really quickly that the lights are all off it's like there's garnet and then opens the door like (laughs) Yeah, as you open the door, the lights, uh, those little dancing lights, the globules that just kind of always are in the hallway, give you enough to see. This is a summons. This is a summons to the Archmaids, uh, directed specifically to um, Izzy, um, although it 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 says Isaiah on it, uh, specifically for today. An urgent summons Um, for as soon as possible. You don't actually see Izzy in the room, though. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, well, it's, gosh, darn it. Um, is there, is this like a two room room or is it only one? Izzy, I'll let you answer that question since this is your room. What do you envision for your, uh, your bedroom? It is, it is a room with a bed and a desk, posters full of wizard, wizards and another door, uh, on the edge. Oh, sorry. One little, I guess, cutout on the edge that seems to have like a uh, various blue and silver clothes, the window in front of his desk and the other one, you just see a hexagonal uh, door. Hexagonal is not right. It's more of pentagonal. It's like, and it, that just says library on it. And the door to library is open to jar is a bit of jarred. Okay. So she puts two and two together being a clever girl and goes into the library like kind of walking carefully because it's still a little bit dark and she can't quite see and kind of pops her head into the library door and is like Izzy? Izzy, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Rude. Alright. You're asleep. (laughs) Yikes. Oh, one with disadvantage. Um, you startle awake. 
Um, the dream you were having was uh, tense uh, with all the things that have been happening and all of the things going on in your life right now. Um, and in the dream, you hear someone calling your name and their voice sounds kind of like Hikael's. Uh, but as you kind of come to, you hear that same word, your your name, but in a different voice, kind of echoing through the library. And it takes you a minute to realize, but it's it's Blake that's calling your name. Yeah, you see his ears just shoot up and start moving around. Uh, you know, he's a rabbit. And uh, you see he sits up uh, very groggily. He turns like, oh, it, it's, it's just you, Blake. Uh, beg my pardon. Uh, I didn't expect you to be here. He sits up from the chair he was asleep on. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, how can I help you? Some creepy thing just roll up and handed me this. I think it's for you. Uh, he grabs the uh, summons and he opens it. He's like, so it rolled like a wheel? Yeah, it was like a like a creepy doll. Ah, it was an automaton. Hmm. All right, it seems my father wants to see us at the earliest convenience. Uh, we need to hurry up because he is very busy, and that's probably why he asked us to come this early. Should uh, I Oh, uh, yeah, you wake up, Nozak. I'm going to go to the others. Uh, you see he snaps, and uh, his black owl uh, basically just poofs and flies down onto his shoulder. He's like, uh, we need to be quick. So you wake him up, and the two of you uh, get ready and look as presentable as possible. And he just starts booking it up to go get to the others. Luckily, oh, okay. you all came in kind of dirty, but uh, ball attire. <laughs> so y'all look okay. Not me. Oh, that's true. You don't have any. Th- I'm sorry. <clears throat> so uh-huh. uh, waking the others up, easy enough. Eventually, you know, actually the hardest one to wake up, Blake. Duchess, as the chocobo just does not seem to want to get up this morning. <laughs> does, uh, does she have like seed or anything like food? Like Blake is just like putting a treat like under her nose. Like, come on, girl. Uh, give me a give me a nature check. Because <laughs> if I recall correctly, uh, you've never seen these before. You have no idea what chocobo eat. Like, you've never seen one of these before. They're birds, you think? So maybe some seeds or grain. Uh, looking around, though, you don't see anything. You think that Grunthor likely has her food uh, on him. You have no clue what the big chicken eats. Yeah, I have, like, you know, jerky from the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever we've been... Because we, we've been eating something, so yeah. I have, like... You know, trail mix or like jerky, like uh, come on, like give me man, the animal handling on. check. <laughs> so you, with a little bit of coaxing, uh, you you stick the jerky kind of right here, trying to get it, and she keeps moving away. And as you try to force the issue, eventually she just kind of bristles up, and you get the feeling that she's annoyed. As she eventually just kind of stands up and kind of shakes her feathers out and sniffs what you have and then just kind of shakes her head and then just kind of starts to walk away. Uh, she's yeah, up, and- but she does not want the jerky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Blake is like, I, I wanted to say like Blake is like trotting alongside, but if she's like walking at any speed, Blake is like running, trying to like, <laughs> and she's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, Zach, wake up. <laughs> I imagine you're screaming yeah, that as you and, and Dutch just kind of run out of the room like wake up yeah, like she's, she's trying to comfort the bird and then she's just like yelling at the rabbit just like come on we got like as he says we gotta go okay you know, like, yeah. you wake up like, the door's ajar uh, and you can hear kind of Blake just kind of running down the hallway <laughs> but you're just kind of staring around like what's happening Oh, and then she's like, oh, there's more information. So she, like, turns. She's like, chicken, you wait, wait, chicken. And then comes back and is like, we need to dress nice as nice as we can. Because we're meeting his father. Okay. Uh. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I will be there do in a minute. Got, do you got, like, uh, clean, like, uh, Hang on, I got this. Because any... I think... Wait. Can I, have, like... can I unlearn... Like, can I change my spells with Artificer? Or that's only Cleric? That's Cleric, specifically. I think I think Artificer is more like Bard or something to where you have to choose as you level up. <laughs> I think you can switch them at a level up, if I'm not mistaken. But Cleric and Druid, I believe, are the only ones... Oh, I'm Bard... Wait, Bard picks. Cleric and Druid, I think, are the only ones that have, like, access to their whole list all the time. I believe. Okay, cool. Paladin. 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 (laughs) I'm glad we've got a walking uh, dungeon master's guide right here. (laughs) I don't play a lot of Paladins. I forgot about that. All right, I'll be there in a minute. Just give me a second, and I'm good. I'll be there. And she goes back and runs, starts running after the chicken again, who is still just like, the chicken is like relaxing uh, walking and Blake is just flat out like running. You'll <laughs> notice that the chicken is kind of sniffing the air too. As you go every now and then, it'll stop and it'll kind of sniff on the ground too. Stands up, it bristles a little bit. Uh, and it eventually leads you to a, just a closed door uh, down a couple different hallways and it reaches up with one of its one of its talons and just kind of scratches on the door. Cronthor, um, you hear a just kind of a scratching at your door, just like a <laughs> kind of brings you out of this your your slumber. Is Ava around? I, I kind of poke my head up and look around real quick. Yeah, oh, Ava you're awake. Good morning. <laughs> I was gonna say Ava's probably been awake for a while. You can hear this too, Ava. is scratching at the door does it sound like the have have i been woken up to this before like the, all the maidens no doing this or no? no okay they tend to knock okay Go or just or just open the door in your experience <laughs> oh shit okay I, I go over and open the door uh, as you open the door, uh, you are tackled immediately as Duchess just kind of runs in and just kind of oh. pulls herself into you and just kind of bristles uh, and then just kind of oh. lays her head down oh. on your shoulder 
and just kind of flaps her wings yeah. out while she's uh, giving you like a big hug. And you can see oh, Blake, Blake behind Duchess just kind of panting of <laughs> having run to keep up with her. Uh, did, did she hurt you? Are you hungry? What's what's happening? Uh, I kind of glance over at Blake. You'll notice that her hair, uh, what's on your shoulder, it's actually moved down now and it's rummaging through your pack. <laughs> like on your, like just kind of like on your side here, just like trying to find some, some of her greens. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I pull out some of the uh, flowers for her. Perfect. I'm like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Blake's taking notes. <laughs> Chickens eat flowers. <laughs> yeah. No, Blake is just like, I tried to wake her up, and she didn't want to wake up. <laughs> and I tried to give her whatever I had, and that wasn't a good option. She didn't like it. But we got a summons um, for for Izzy's dad. And we need to meet him as soon as possible. And we need to dress nice. Oh, perfect. I guess. I'm all three of those. Well, I'm not Izzy's dad, so I'm, I'm two of those. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what a plot twist. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you seem to hit it off. You seem to hit it off with his mom. You could be as he stepped it. <laughs> oh hey, God! Yo. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so gonna see knows that come around the corner like clean as a whistle in his outfit. Yep. Uh, and then Izzy, I, I imagine I can stop my spells. That's you would show up, and I had a Google. Oh, can you? Yes. Okay. So. I'm good now. Uh, Izzy and Izzy would show up last uh, after you all are yeah, you kind see, of together he for a while. Runs, uh, walks to the room, and he has like a silver platter. And he says, "All right, uh, I brought some fruit for you all to." Oh, you're all here, and dressed in your fancy attire. It seems. Did anybody exactly change in the time you were waiting for Izzy, or yeah, did you stay yeah, the same? I, I, I haven't took this off since we left Lindblom, I'm going to be honest. Um, Blake, I told you to tell them to look presentable. Hey. Blake is just like... I, I did what I could. I told him that. Well, I would wear yeah, this. No, you guys... Well, no, you don't have... You all don't have to tr dress up. You just need to... You just need to look nice. Uh, so if you're not comfortable comfortable uh, in that, feel free to change into something more comfortable. I'd, I'd wear this to the church if I'm doing sermons or if I'm doing I'm, work. I'd, I'm finding this. Is is this oh, not appropriate okay. attire? No, no, no. I just want you guys to also be comfortable. Oh, okay. Uh, here. <laughs> Take it off my just, pants. <laughs> all of you, just just grab some fruit. Uh, we need to move quickly. Like I stated to Blake, my father's a busy man, and that's probably why he summoned us so early. Come on, I can take I can take you all. Uh, Ava, please try please try your best to throw up in the in this bag I found. He just throws it back to him. <laughs> so, as Izzy hurriedly leads you off to uh, the council meeting hall, uh, you do have to take one of the teleportation circles uh ava i'm just gonna you're, you're the only one you're gonna once you clear a certain dc you'll you'll go 
get a tolerance to it, I'm but so far it. it's been just so low. I, I had a great night's rest. You know, I'm feeling confident. Honestly. I think you got, you got this. this. I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling five. I'm feeling a little sick. Ezzy, <laughs> <laughs> like, something's wrong with this fruit. Oh my god! As soon as you go through the portal, uh, you have need for that bag. As you just pull for it and just oh, into the bag, and you've never been more grateful for a present in your life. As you just your your stomach is just not dealing well with these. I swear, once you clear the DC, I'll stop making you do it. But the natural <laughs> one, I'm having way too much fun with from like two sessions ago. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I do Can have to ask. Like- Sorry, go ahead, Blake. Because I was going to ask, how do how are you dealing with this? Are you going to have to catnip up, up again, or? Uh, no, I don't think she's going to cast comp because I think she realizes uh that this is not a conversation to be high off her ass for, and uh, she's she's tired and nervous, so it's like can't can't even like risk um shoot like over overshooting it Mm -hmm. so she's just like closing like she just walks up to it and then just closes her eyes like as she gets close and it's just like (laughs) like and i'm presuming that she's still walking near uh uh duchess so she's just like kind of holding on to the saddle just like for dear life (laughs) So, Grunthor, I imagine you would probably notice this. Uh, I, I assume you'd assist with getting Duchess and, and her into the portal, not letting her walk over the side of the... of the. But that's, I don't want to speak for your character. I just, from what I've gathered <laughs> from Grunthor. I mean, when Duchess is next to me, I, I pretty much have, you know, like okay. a hold of her reign. So she walks with me and I can talk to her and pet her. I like putting a hand on her once in a while. Okay. <clears throat> so you all make your way um to so once you step on this one you're on the upper city now um but when you step on this the teleportation actually takes you even further up to one uh cloud with a, it's a smaller cluster of buildings but it seems to loom above the rest of them even uh this is the mages council area there's only a few buildings here uh and there's one that's just kind of imagine um like the Vatican with that giant square that they have. Uh, yeah. Like what is it? St. Vatican Paul's? square garden. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so with that giant <laughs> square, there's people out here just doing um, <clears throat> conversations, uh, just work of some kind, but the building itself kind of rises up past that square that kind of towers over everything. And from here, even with the effects of, the the charms that have cast across Mesidia, the air is extremely thin here. As Izzy just kind of confidently, without you know stopping to talk to anybody, leads you into uh, this building. And once you kind of get in, there's this reception area of some of uh, that's just very ornate. So if you thought the palace was nice, this is even nicer. Uh, the lights in here are a little bit brighter, and everywhere you look there are those little automatons just running everywhere. You know, forward back carrying different um, uh, stacks of paper here and there. You see some walking with staffs that are like delivering them from place to place. And at the far end of this giant reception area, there's uh, 
a huge double doors that's probably 15 feet tall. And there's two automatons on either side of that just kind of standing there motionless. Just staring out into the room. As you see Izzy walking straight for the doors. <clears throat> Blake, this is unsettling as hell for you. <laughs> for these creepy-ass <laughs> dolls. Uh, Blake, just really not quickly. Happy. Just really quickly. Um, yep. Rumpel, can I see your shield for a second? Yeah. Sure. It's gonna... <laughs> puts it on the ground. It's like double the height of me. Just gonna look at it a little bit. Like, it's hey, like a power hey, shield for you. Hey. <laughs> yep, I think I see how I do this. I grab a little ball pen, ballpoint hammer. I'm just gonna uh, smack. Izzy, cool. Give me an initiative check. An initiative check. Yeah. Okay. Let's see how well this goes. Nice. That's no, a Zach. What are you doing? I'm casting an infusion on his shield to give him plus one AC. Okay, give me an initiative check. Okie dokie. Uh, initiative plus the proficiency is 15. 15. One, two, three, 18. You're able to get this off before Izzy can say anything, but Izzy, you notice it out of the corner of your eye, and you know that here specifically in the council chambers, there is no unauthorized use of magic. It has to be... That for us. Uh, yeah, it has to be authorized. It has to be um, from someone who has the proper credentials for practically safety reasons. You notice this right as knows that cast the spell. Uh, once this happens, you hear this loud... As 10 automatons drop what they're doing and swarm around you and just kind of like form a barrier around you and the shield. Mm -hmm. You have oh, no yeah. idea oh what's God. going on, by the way. <laughs> oh, I fixed the shield. Well, I didn't fix it. I've made it a bit stronger. Um, uh, very tall. It's like... I can't even reach the top of this shield. The automatons are it's very interesting. The perimeter they formed around you are kind of closing in, just to kind of huh. circling around you. You feel one right. grab at you from behind. Um, are you going to resist it? No. Okay. You feel one of them grab you, kind of just, and you're small too, so it just kind of reaches out and grabs mm. and pins both of your arms to your side. As another mm -hmm. one walks up and it reaches <clears throat> down to like this little thing it keeps at its side and it pulls yep. out uh, what's essentially a little collar and it comes okay. and lacks it around your neck and mm -hmm. that's it. They let you go and they walk away. Oh, oh my God. As you go to speak, you realize that your voice doesn't come out. I know. What a shame that I don't need to speak for some of my spells. Oh, well. Um, I... You have been silent. <laughs> uh, Izzy is grabbing the bridge of his nose <laughs> as he sa <laughs> as says, uh, I did not think uh, that this... Uh, you see, he stops as he thinks about how he wants to say this, and he stops. He's like, that could possibly come off as mean. Um, I should have told you told you uh there should be no magic cast here 
You're going to see him press a button on his thing, a little bit of paper comes out, he rips it off, grabs a little bit of ink, writes on it, hands you a note. Yeah, sure, Izzy will take the note. It just says, worth it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so from now on, no more magic, because I'm very sure uh, my parents will be very annoyed by this, and they will not want to hear us out. So let's continue on. (laughs) Yeah, you know what, Nozak's in that mood, puts out another paper, writes on it, hands it over. (laughs) <laughs> takes it. Don't live. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be Please. fine. Please, Nozak, <clears throat> just be on your as best behavior as you can be. Please. He goes to like zip his legs. He's like, <laughs> "Thank you. I really appreciate." It. <laughs> so, you make your way towards the double doors. Um, the automatons, as you kind of come up, you know the procedure here. You stop, and they kind of come in front of the doors, and they stop, and they st- they stand in front of you. And you can see they just kind of, their their faceless, voidless eyes just kind of look up, starting at your ears, and just kind of look down as though they're scanning you for something. Then, with wordlessly, they separate, go back to their posts, and the doors just slide open. As you walk in, this is a very large circular kind of council chamber you see at one end straight ahead of you there is a bench that has multiple seats Um, at the moment there's nobody there except for your father your mother and hikael kind of standing off to the side around the room are different kind of bleachers and benches that kind of go up because this is also not only where the council meets this is where they would hear from people in Mesidia. This is where they hold court, for lack of a better word, where they do trials, things like that as well. As you start to come in, your father is the first one that kind of looks up and notices you. He seems to be in conversation with your mother. And give me an insight check. <clears throat> Just sure. easy. Nice, that's a 17. Hikael off to the side looks uncomfortable as he's just kind of standing there, you know, kind of fidgeting a little bit. Um, Your mother has her normal kind of mask on. It's very hard to read. Your father does not look pleased as he looks up. Isaiah? Welcome home. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, everyone, uh, this is my father. This is my father, Archmage Archmage Adonis. Oh, Adonis! In case you guys are confused, <laughs> he stands up. Um, so he is also Vieira, as you would imagine. Uh, very tall, darker skinned, uh, with just kind of short shaved hair. You'll notice that on his head he wears this kind of gold ringlet. This is. Uh, what you might imagine it looks like a crown but not it's more it's more it's less uh flashy than like a crown would be uh but it does have a small little focus here in the middle that you think probably is some kind of um sign of his position the robes he wears are ornate and glorious uh made from the finest silks that any of you have ever seen in your life as he kind of walks around this council bench very slowly 
and um, kind of comes down the few stairs that are there. Your mother, by the way, is kind of just standing back, <clears throat> and he just walks a few steps in, but no closer. He doesn't approach you any further than coming down off of the dais. I hear you wanted to talk. I did. Then talk. Wonderful. Uh, thank you uh, for for even seeing me, Father. Uh, now, uh, I wanted to speak to you. As uh, you're talking, he kind of cuts you off with his hand flies up and the doors behind you slam shut in the middle of what you're saying. Uh, I wanted to speak to you specifically about my friend uh, Grunthor. Um, I'm not sure how much you how much uh, you know know about him, but he's from the uh, the nation of Bestog. And I've noticed while looking up, there seems to be a very powerful incantation keeping people from knowing about it. And I wanted to know if either you or the council could take out this mental block he seems to have on his past. I don't particularly care if you take out the mental block for what people know about Bestock. Uh, that's up to your leisure. I don't really particularly care to know more about the place, but I care about him and I would like you to take the block off of his memory specifically. Why exactly would I do that? What do you need this information for? Did you ever think that maybe it's being hidden for a reason? Yes, but I thought it couldn't hurt to ask. Very, very so, few people on the council know about Bastok. The very fact that you seem to have come by this knowledge somehow is concerning so what I'm hearing from you is a no is that all you had uh, unless a uh, mother has found out more about the mother crystal so I can tell you all about the winds uh, yes give me an insight check as you say that and kind of glance towards her okay nice that's an 18 <laughs> 18 she is very hard to read in that she she has become practiced at hiding what she's thinking and what her emotions are. But she seems a little troubled at the moment. And she doesn't really want to meet your gaze when you look at her. Is there a problem? Your father speaks up. There's no problem. Hmm. How did you get here, Isaiah? Oh, I teleported. How exactly did you get here? I we, used a spell to teleport. We both know that's not possible. Oh, yes, I thought so, too. Uh, it was actually my mentor who uh, helped me learn the spell. Give me a persuasion check. Yeah, sure. I can't always agree to it. Like, one of these days, I think you're just going to be like, no, <laughs> and just not roll it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine. So you're telling me you now possess the magical ability to teleport yourself and others here. Uh, to here specifically? Yes. Uh, I can't do it anywhere else. The farthest I can teleport regularly is a couple of uh, feet. 
so you can do magic. Uh, yes, I had a very good teacher who taught me uh, the language of the Arcanum. Would you care to prove it? May I ask why you're taking an interest? No. You may not. Oh. Well, then I guess that tells me everything I need to know. Um, Father, uh, with all due respect, we actually do have a very pressing mission we need to get to. We need to get to. So if you don't mind, I think it's best that we don't waste time and you tell me why you really want me here, despite not being willing to give me answers. Call it curiosity. Hmm. All right. You seem to have an agenda here. I'll make you a deal, son. If you can prove to me that you are as proficient in magic as you claim to be, I will tell you whatever you want to know. If you can't, you leave. And don't come back. That's all right. I think that's fair enough. Well, then we'll do uh, it the how... way that we always have. With a duel. Mm -hmm. Kyle, come here. And you can see his eyes just kind of go wide. And he starts to shake his head. And, he's, and your father turns to him. Down here. Now. Hikael just... He looks to his looks to your mother and she looks at him and then just kind of steely gaze looks back towards your father. Um one more uh, one more insight check. Yeah, sure. I was about to say I was just about to say something too. Nice. Well, no, never mind. Not nice. Seven. Read it. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Uh, he just looks at Hikael, I'm assuming not knows, he's like, and I think he looks at Hiki and he says, brother, come on, father wants us to have a du duel, I want to show you what I've learned. And I think when Hikael looks at him, he's not scared. He actually is smiling, and he actually seems uh, interested to see where this goes. Give me a perception check. No, sorry, yeah, persuasion sure. check. Sorry, I misspoke. All right. Listen, he wants answers, so he'll... Yikes. That's a five. <laughs> he does not look reassured. He glances at your father, and your father's just kind of very stoically staring at him. Uh, but you can see, like, his... Uh, the anger starting to kind of come across his face. As he Kyle comes down, and he <clears throat> walks over to you, and he looks you straight in the eye. I'm sorry, Izzy. And that's where we'll pick up next time. So, there we go. I've never seen a magical duel done in D&D, so this will be interesting. <laughs> this is so fucking It's going to be fun. So, there we go. Uh, that is it for tonight's episode. Thank you all for playing. This was... I love the ones that have a lot of character moments, and this was so good. I can't wait to see how some of this stuff comes out. Blake, your evolving relationship with the chicken is adorable to me 
And I'm, I can't wait to see how that also grows your relationship with Grunther as well. And it's just the cutest thing I've ever seen. So uh, that'll be it. So for tonight, uh, I do want to just quick uh, plug something really quick. I did start a new YouTube channel, Wolfkin's Tabletop. Ooh, so yeah. I these episodes are still going to be going on Highwind Herald, but the playlist is going to be on the Wolfkin's Tabletop. And I've got some other fun things uh, that I'm going to be doing. Uh, some one shots too. If I can convince some of these people to, to play other one shot random things with me, you might see them as round as well. Uh, but nothing's really changing on the Koopa quest side of things. So still finding it where you, where you want to, but again, thank you for watching. Thank you for playing. And I can't wait till next time to see, uh, what happens. This is going to be great. Next Monday. Lally ho friends. See ya.